Welcome to PsalmsCast and welcome to a brand new month. Yes, we have entered December and today is the first day. So, we're starting on a new journey and each day we're going to read five psalms. And by doing this for the next 30 days, we are going to be able to dive deeply into this amazing book of love letters. These are letters that were written to the Lord, and within them, we are going to learn about the Lord as well. You know, the book is filled with instruction. It's a key to how God's mercy and grace are poured into the daily lives of those who seek Him, the living God, the only God, our Lord and Savior and Redeemer. Yes, our world is constantly changing and filled with anxiety and fear. We all need something to cling to. And friends, we have it. It's available. It's God's holy word. This is our place of safety and security. The Bible is alive and changeless. What that means is this. It never changes. The word is stability It is a firm foundation. Within it, we will find hope, joy, peace, mercy, grace, and so much more. This journey can literally change a life. So let's get started. Our pattern is a bit different. We are going to start in Psalm 1. Then we're going to jump to Psalm 31, followed by Psalm 61, Psalm 91, and Psalm 121 for today. We're reading from the contemporary English version of the Bible. Also, today talked at the very end of the podcast, I'm sharing about an audacious adventure planned for this month. So let's first take a brief moment to center ourselves and invite the Lord to be our guide. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for gathering us here into your presence for this brand new month, this brand new journey into your word, into the book of Psalms. Lord, we desire to draw near to you. We are looking to you because we are desperate and we know that you are our comfort and that you and your wisdom are sure and true and we can trust your direction. We thank you for hearing our prayers, for being present right now in our life. As we journey into your living words, spark joy inside of us and surround us with your peace, a peace that is supernatural and better than anything that is created by man. So we open our hearts and we open our minds to you. We desire that your Holy Spirit is at work within our lives, transforming us. So we ask that you lead, that you guide, and that you illuminate as we journey today. Psalm 1 The Way to Happiness God blesses those people who refuse evil advice and won't follow sinners or join in sneering at God. Instead, the law of the Lord makes them happy, and they think about it day and night. They are like trees growing beside a stream 
trees that produce fruit in season and always have leaves. Those people succeed in everything they do. That isn't true of those who are evil, because they are like straw blown by the wind. Sinners won't have an excuse on the day of judgment, and they won't have a place with the people of God. The Lord protects everyone who follows Him, but the wicked follow a road that leads to ruin. Psalm 31 A Prayer for Protection A Psalm by David I come to you, Lord, for protection. Don't let me be ashamed. Do as you have promised and rescue me. Listen to my prayer and hurry to save me. Be my mighty rock in the fortress where I am safe. You, Lord God, are my mighty rock and my fortress. Lead me and guide me so that your name will be honored. Protect me from hidden traps and keep me safe. You are faithful, and I trust you because you rescued me. I hate the worshipers of worthless idols, but I trust you, Lord. I celebrate and shout because you are kind. You saw all my suffering, and you cared for me. You kept me from the hands of my enemies, and you set me free. Have pity, Lord. I am hurting and almost blind. My whole body aches. I have known only sorrow all my life long, and I suffer year after year. I am weak from sin, and my bones are limp. My enemies insult me. Neighbors are even worse, and I disgust my friends. People meet me on the street, and they turn and run. I am completely forgotten like someone dead. I am merely a broken dish. I hear the crowds whisper, Everyone is afraid. They are plotting and scheming to murder me. But I trust you, Lord, and I claim you as my God. My life is in your hands. Save me from enemies who hunt me down. Smile on me, your servant. Have pity and rescue me. I pray only to you. Don't disappoint me. Disappoint my cruel enemies until they lie silent in their graves. Silence those proud liars. Make them stop bragging and insulting your people. You are wonderful, and while everyone watches, you store up blessings for all who honor and trust you. You are their shelter from harmful plots, and you are their protection from vicious gossip. I will praise you, Lord, for showing great kindness when I was like a city under attack. I was terrified and thought, They've chased me far away from you, but you answered my prayer when I shouted for help. All who belong to the Lord, show how you love him. The Lord protects the faithful, but he severely punishes everyone who is proud. All who trust the Lord, Be cheerful and strong. Psalm 61 Under the Protection of God A Psalm by David Please listen, God, and answer my prayer. I feel hopeless, and I cry out to you from a faraway land. Lead me to the mighty rock high above me. You are a strong tower where I am safe from my enemies. 
Let me live with you forever and find protection under your wings, my God. You heard my promises and you have blessed me just as you bless everyone who worships you. Let the king have a long and healthy life. May he always rule with you, God at his side. May your love and loyalty watch over him. I will sing your praises forever and will always keep my promises. Psalm 91 The Lord is my fortress. Live under the protection of God Most High and stay in the shadow of God All-Powerful. Then you will say to the Lord, You are my fortress, my place of safety. You are my God, and I trust in you. The Lord will keep you safe from secret traps and deadly diseases. He will spread His wings over you and keep you secure. His faithfulness is like a shield or a city wall. You won't need to worry about dangers at night or arrows during the day, and you won't fear diseases that strike in the dark or sudden disaster at noon. You will not be harmed though thousands fall all around you, and with your own eyes you will see the punishment of the wicked. The Lord Most High is your fortress. Run to Him for safety, and no terrible disasters will strike you or your home. God will command His angels to protect you wherever you go. They will carry you in their arms, and you won't hurt your feet on the stones. You will overpower the strongest lions and the most deadly snakes. The Lord says, If you love me and truly know who I am, I will rescue you and keep you safe. When you are in trouble, call out to me. I will answer and be there to protect and honor you. You will live a long life and see my saving power. And our final psalm for today is Psalm 121. The Lord will protect His people. A song for worship. I look to the hills. Where will I find help? It will come from the Lord who created the heavens and the earth. The Lord is your protector and He won't go to sleep or let you stumble. The protector of Israel doesn't doze or ever get drowsy. The Lord is your protector there at your right side to shade you from the sun. You won't be harmed by the sun during the day or by the moon at night. The Lord will protect you and keep you safe from all dangers. The Lord will protect you now and always wherever you go. Psalm 1 really boils down two unique pathways. We have a choice. One pathway will lead to blessings, and the other pathway leads to destruction. And yes, guys, we get to choose. So, it is essential that we stay plugged into God's wisdom and God's truth every single day. What we are being fed by the society of man through all of our devices tells us pretty much an opposing message to what we hear and what we read in Psalm 1. The theme of protection runs strong in many of today's psalms, 
And friends, I am in desperate need for God's protection, especially over my mind and my heart. The news is filled with doom and gloom. We have been living with the deadly fear of the corona COVID conundrum for almost two years. Yes, this virus is real, as any person who has had an encounter with it can attest. For some, it was just sniffles and the loss of sense of smell and sense of taste. For others, it was much more compromising, especially their ability to breathe. And it does take many, many months to get back to some semblance of normal. Now, for approximately 3% of those who are affected, they did not survive the encounter, perhaps because their body was overwhelmed or because they were already sick and this was just the last straw, or perhaps they did not seek appropriate treatment until it was too late. Okay, yes, 3%, but God had always known that each one of that 3% would die on the day that they breathed their last breath. God was not surprised when they entered their eternity that day. So why are we all freaking out and begging for man-made prevention of death? And the truth is, there is no solution. No in-this-life solution. It does not matter if you get every single jab that the WHO, the CDC, the NIH tells you to get. You still have 100% probability of being infected or spreading the infection. Yeah, what's being marketed as the solution is what I call voodoo concoctions, and they offer no protection at all. And actually... Those voodoo concoctions have caused hundreds of thousands of injuries and, yes, over 19,000 deaths that are recorded here in the United States alone. And, yes, you can personally verify this yourself by going to openvares.com. I'm going to spell it out so you can look it up yourself. It's O-P-E-N-V-A-E-R-S.com. And yet, the media is totally silent on the harm. You know, they don't care. Nobody cares, except for when it's your family that's being impacted. But God knows the truth. And those who are hiding it, they're going to be judged by Him. As we get into the heart of the Psalms, I know God moves in mighty ways. I've seen it. Since March of 2019, the day that the Lord asked me to do this, and I've been doing it since then, lives are radically changed and, yes, transformed. This journey can literally change a life, and it most certainly can save a life. I know this to be true personally because this book, the book of Psalms, is where the Lord revealed Himself to me as living as being alive and true to give me strength for every challenge that life was throwing at me as a 16-year-old who had one desire, and that was to end my life. But God, 
If he did it for me, who is crying out to him for help and for answers, he will certainly do so for you as well. So the pattern that we use each day to select our five chapters is a bit unique. We're not reading straight through the book, going from chapter to chapter, from 1 to 150. Our pattern is what we call today plus skip 34 times. So today was the first, therefore we started our reading in Psalm 1. Then we jumped 30 chapters ahead to Psalm 31, repeat jumping 30 chapters ahead to Psalm 61, repeat jumping 30 chapters ahead to Psalm 91, and our last jump of 30 chapters takes a, took us to our final psalm for today, which was Psalm 121. Now, tomorrow is going to be the second day of the month, so we will be on Psalm 2, 32, 62, 92, and 122. So, I look forward to seeing you then, Maranatha. Oh, Father, as we enter into this final month of the year, we consecrate it to you in advance. It is our desire to finish strong, to finish well, to allow the full weight and measure of your scriptures to seep into our lives and fully transform us. This is a busy season, but we commit to finishing strong because this is the only way to start something else strong. So we are in your presence, welcoming you into this, the final month of the year, and inviting you and asking you to speak to us in ways that we can't ignore, and in ways that transform our lives. We love you. This is a fantastic journey and a beautiful gift that you have given us, a gift of community, a gift of your word, and we deeply love you and appreciate you. So come, Holy Spirit, into this month and into all that is before us, We ask in the name of Jesus. Amen. So now what? Yes, at the very end of the podcast, the plan is to dive into one of the most challenging books of the Bible, the book of Revelation. This is a bit different for the month of December where everyone is so focused on Christmas, which our churches use to celebrate the birth of Jesus, the Messiah. Yet, perhaps we would be wiser to focus our eyes on the end game because we are closer today than ever before. Are we looking for Jesus to return? Is that our focus? Perhaps you have never read the last book of the Bible. There have been books and movies that feature this theme, but God has something more to say to you. And he is more interested in you hearing his word. So I'm going to share a little more about this audacious plan. And yes, it does stretch me a lot. Just now is the time for us to hear what God has to say to us. I hope that you will join us at the end of the podcast today to hear more. So I do have a prayer update Yesterday, we prayed for 22-month-old Sarah, who was in the hospital, 
who was there under observation. They didn't know exactly what was going on. Well, I am so excited to let you know that she was able to go home, and she was so excited to be home at home with Mommy and Daddy. And yes, the Lord did provide a miracle for this little girl because she just wanted to go home. And Lord, we thank you for this miracle. So let's continue to pray for those who are feeling marginalized, angry, hurt, and bitter, or perhaps abandoned at this time of year where families are supposed to be valuing and sharing time together. Lord, we are praying that you will be enough, Jesus, that you will be enough to help these who are struggling to continue to breathe and not do stupid acts that harm themselves or harm others. Let's also continue to pray for Bethany and Parker, who are desiring to add to their family through adoption. 2021 has been a year of heartbreak for this family, and so they desire prayer for the Lord to make provision and pathways that they so that they will know how they are to walk and where they are to be working. We're also asking continued prayers for Stella's health, strength, and patience, as well as that the Lord will be very present and evident in Ralph's continuing healing journey from his back surgeries. Continued prayers for TC in Missouri as she looks to the Lord as to how she walks out the days and the months ahead. Continuing prayers for the Lord to expedite BAM's U.S. visa application to the front of the line for the U.S. Embassy in Thailand so that they will schedule her interview for her U.S. visa. Yes, this family is struck, stuck in limbo. BAM and their youngest child are in Thailand. Josh, her husband, and their two-year-old are here in the United States, and their three oldest children are in England. They desperately want to be together. So, Lord, we are waiting on your timing and your mercy to bring this family back together. Continued prayers for Laura in her healing journey, as well as Laura's husband. This family lives in Japan, and Laura's husband does not know Jesus as his personal Lord and Savior. So we are just petitioning the Lord that he will be faithful in sending his ministering angels and saints into this young man's life and that they will be able to share the gospel truth that Jesus and only Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Continued prayers for the Chapman family. Friends, moving and following the Lord sometimes, it does seem like we're traveling over really rocky places, and things don't go as we think they should go. And That's sort of where they're at, and they're looking to the Lord to provide and to lead them to where they are to buy a home, if that be as well. And also, today, my mom, Judy, will have her infusion. I was wrong yesterday when I said it was 
yesterday. I had my days mixed up. I was setting up the calendar for the month of December and all of the readings. <laughs> um, and so I was in December 1st already. So my mom, Judy, has her infusion today for her seriotic arthritis. And the last two infusions did not provide much relief. Um, she's really struggled for the last four months. So we are I'm asking prayers for her that the Lord will be very much present, and if it be His will, that this infusion will help her have a better quality of life as she desires to serve the Lord with all of her strength and with all of her ability. So perhaps you are wondering, I would like to be on that prayer list. Or perhaps you would like to have a personal Bible of your own. If that's the case, I encourage you to reach out and to make a connection with us. And the best way to do that is through email. Our email address is psalmscast at gmail.com. Again, that's psalmscast at gmail.com, P-S-A-L-M-S-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Now, you might prefer to call or to text. That number in the United States is 470-240-1509. If you're outside the United States but want it to text, you can use WhatsApp. That number is 1-470-240-1509. You can also make a connection using social media. Psalmscast is on Facebook, Twitter, and MeWe. That's it for today. I am Denise. I love you, and I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Going deeper into the Word of God begins in five seconds. Going deeper into the Word of God. Today we will be reading through chapter one of the book of James. Yes, I know that I said the plan for December is to read through the entire book of Revelation. However, friends, Revelation is a challenging book. It's not a historical book, meaning that it was history. It is something that is in the future. It is prophecy. And yes, there have been so many fiction books and movies that have been based on Revelation. And it's really easy when you see something to think, oh, that's the way it's supposed to be. Yet God wants us to know what His thoughts are. It doesn't matter what the world portrays or what governments try to tell us. The only thing that matters and what should be our plumb line is God's Word. So, why James one, why the book of James, chapter one? Well, James one, verse five says it all. If you need wisdom, ask God. And because I honestly believe that it is so important to read scripture within the context that the Holy Spirit revealed it to the author, that is where we are heading today. But before we dive into that chapter of James, I want to share five important thoughts about asking God for wisdom. Number one, always remember wisdom comes from God alone. 
In Proverbs chapter 2, verses 6 and 7, it reads, All wisdom comes from the Lord, and so do common sense and understanding. God gives helpful advice to everyone who obeys Him and protects all of those who live as they should. Psalm 51 verse 6 reads, Behold, you delight in truth in the inward being, and you teach me wisdom in the secret heart. Number two, always remember, we need wisdom in every area of our lives. Psalm 37 verse 5, Commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust Him, and He will help you. Proverbs 3 verse 6, Always let Him lead you, and He will clear the road for you to follow. Number three, always remember God wants us to ask for wisdom. James 1 verse 5, If any of you need wisdom, you should ask God, and it will be given to you. God is generous and won't correct you for asking. Proverbs 2 verse 6, All wisdom comes from the Lord, and so do common sense and understanding. In 1 John chapter 5, verses 14 and 15, we are certain that God will hear our prayers when we ask for what pleases Him. And if we know that God listens when we pray, we are sure that our prayers have already been answered. Number four, always remember, God takes pleasure in giving us wisdom. God was pleased when Solomon asked for wisdom, and God is pleased when we ask for wisdom. 1 Kings chapter 3, verses 10 and 11. Solomon, I'm pleased that you asked for this. You could have asked to live a long time or to be rich, or you could have asked for your enemies to be destroyed. Instead, you asked for wisdom to make right decisions. And lastly, number five, always remember, keep seeking wisdom. Friends, we must be intentional about continually seeking wisdom in every area of our lives, no matter how far we have come or how much we have grown in wisdom, we must keep seeking to grow even more. No one is all-wise or all-knowing, so let's continue to ask God for wisdom daily. By God's grace, we will keep on growing in wisdom every day. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 15. Wise men and women are always learning always listening for fresh insights. Proverbs 2, verses 2 through 5. Tune your ear to wisdom and concentrate on understanding. Cry out for insight and ask for understanding. Search for them as you would for silver. Seek them like hidden treasures. Then you will understand what it means to fear the Lord, and you will gain knowledge of God. So, with the understanding that we are to look at verses in the Bible based on context, yes, we desperately need God's wisdom as we walk into the book of Revelation. 
And you know, I don't have all the answers. I'm going to straight up say that I have no answers here. It will be God who instructs you. It will not be this person named Denise. We need God's wisdom. And so James 1 says, if we need wisdom, we need to ask God. So let's look at that entire chapter where James was teaching about wisdom. So that's why we are in James chapter 1 today. So simply allow God's words of wisdom to wash over you, to wash through you. Trust the Holy Spirit to bring to your attention what He wants you to mull over and to consider today. And remember the purpose of this section is for you to personally learn from the Holy Spirit how to apply God's truth in your life. James chapter 1 From James, a servant of God and of our Lord Jesus Christ, greeting to the twelve tribes scattered all over the world, faith and wisdom. My friends, be glad even if you have a lot of trouble. You know that you learn to endure by having your faith tested, but you must learn to endure everything so that you will be completely mature and not lacking in anything. If any of you need wisdom, you should ask God and it will be given to you. God is generous and He won't correct you for asking. But when you ask for something, you must have faith and not doubt. Anyone who doubts is like an ocean wave tossed around in a storm. If you are that kind of person, you can't make up your mind and you surely can't be trusted. So don't expect the Lord to give you anything at all. Poor people and rich people. Any of God's people who are poor should be glad that He thinks so highly of them. But any who are rich should be glad when God makes them humble. Rich people will disappear like wildflowers scorched by the burning heat of the sun. The flowers lose their blooms and their beauty is destroyed. This is how the rich will disappear as they go about their business. Trials and Temptations God will bless you if you don't give up when your faith is being tested. He will reward you with a glorious life just as He rewards everyone who loves Him. Don't blame God when you are tempted. God cannot be tempted by evil, and He doesn't use evil to tempt others. We are tempted by our own desires that drag us off and trap us. Our desires make us sin, and when sin is finished with us, it leaves us dead. Don't be fooled, my dear friends. Every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father who created all the lights in the heavens. He is also the same and never makes dark shadows by changing. He wants us to be His own special people, and so He sent the true message to give us new birth, hearing and obeying. My dear friends, you should be quick to listen and slow to speak or to get angry. If you are angry, you cannot do any of the good things that God wants done. 
you must stop doing anything immoral or evil. Instead, be humble and accept the message that is planted in you to save you. Obey God's message. Don't fool yourselves by just listening to it. If you hear the message and don't obey it, you are like people who stare at themselves in a mirror and forget what they look like as soon as they leave. But you must never stop looking at the perfect law that sets you free. God will bless you in everything you do if you listen and obey and don't just hear and forget. If you think you are being religious but can't control your tongue, you are fooling yourself and everything you do is useless. Religion that pleases God the Father must be pure and spotless. You must help needy orphans and widows and not let this world make you evil. Yeah, I know that's a lot. There is so much in this chapter and I do encourage you to pull out your Bible or pull it up on an app and dive in and read each of these sections. Honestly, we could spend a week just on this one chapter. And as each day we read through one chapter of the book of Revelation, it's going to be like this. It's going to be like drinking out of a fire hose. And it will might be very tempting to just close our ears and say it doesn't matter. But it does The book of Revelation was put in the Bible for a reason, and there's a promise that we will find as we jump into the first chapter tomorrow. God gives us a promise in that chapter, and I hope you'll join us tomorrow.